Freaks, it's Wednesday, December 8th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, identical twins synchronized sperm dump. Plus, meet Skelton's aggressive and violent Christmas song. Nurses share their horrifying pussy stories. And I'm only interested in naturally sexy camels. All coming up today. Have yourself a Gooner Beta Christmas. Let your cock stay thick. Yeah, fucking Beta Dog, man. Don't you dare jizz from that big old penis wink. We're gonna have to shoot some sperm out of dog, man. Have yourself a Gooner Beta Christmas. May you edge a little more. Yeah, you got a big fucking penis. From now on, your flesh balls will be blue and sore. Ooh, yeah. My big fucking penis. Here we are. Hand on dick. Penis. Jacking that fleshy prick once more. Don't watch your death. Penis stiffens, I'm gonna blow come snot and jizz a lot once more. You better be fucking jacking your dick, man. Beating on your cock, come on. Come on, man. Beat your dick. Jack that fucker off while I'm jacking mine off, man. Yeah. Yeah, fucking nasty dudes, man. It's better than a mirror, isn't it? Better than a fucking mirror, isn't it? The Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. She is a fat cunt. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. I just want to say, how dare you? Try new peanut butter aids. Tim Henson back here with you. Finally, I guess apologies are in order because there wasn't a show yesterday. I was working hard for you, though. I was working on the Distorted View store. And let me just tell you, I realize it's very late this year. It's finally up and running, but it has fought me every step of the way. A lot of, uh, you know, it was a combination of things. There's supply chain issues. I had to go, even though, all right, we've got some new products in the store this year, which is great. And we'll talk about them very briefly in a second. But even the stuff that is uh, returning, stuff that's been in the store before, a lot of it is uh, new, pretty much, because... I had to find uh, new suppliers and, and printers and stuff. So pretty much every single T-shirt in the store is uh, a new softer material. Uh, a lot of people like those softer shirts, the lighter shirts. Uh, so across the board, if you bought a shirt last year and you buy the same one this year, it's going to be a little bit different. I think fit-wise, I try to keep it the same, but the, the material is going to be a bit softer. Like I said, there are a lot of new things, new T-shirt designs. Uh, we've got some new, uh, like, mouse pads, desk pads, keychains, bottle openers, magnets. We've got new sticker packs. We've got a Satan Away mug with an all-new design. New illustration of Satan. That's kind of cool. We've got uh, an I Love Mushrooms T-shirt. I love mushrooms. Uh, we also have an um, I'm just a techno geek with spreadsheets shirt. One of my favorites. Oh, uh, the I love mushroom shirts come in a couple designs and they're both uh, they're, they're tie dye T-shirts, which is kind of neat. That's new. DV post-it note cube. OK, that's neat for the office, you know. Oh, we've got a, uh, a shirt with a hot dog smoking drugs. <laughs> and it says 
this hot dog is talking to me. And I stood there with this hot dog and asked Terry, do you know this hot dog is talking to me? I've got a Windows 3.1 Tada t-shirt. Coasters. Uh, the Tim Henson face jizz rag is in the store. And my personal favorite, and watch out, Gwyneth fucking Paltrow and your goop bullshit. You may remember she was trying to hawk some fucking candle for $75. It was a candle that supposedly smelled like her cunt. The the label actually says, this smells like my vagina. So Distorted View now has a line of candles, including... This smells like cum farts. This smells like a prolapsed ass. And this smells like sweet rectum. Yes. Now, I would have loved to have these candles smell awful. Unfortunately, I was uh, up against a lot here and I couldn't find a, a maker of a candle that would be willing to experiment with displeasing scents. Still, it's kind of funny just to have a candle lying around that says this smells like cum farts, either for yourself or it might make a great gag gift. Now, uh, they all have nice scents to them. Uh, this smells like cum farts actually smells like comfort spice. That's what they call it. I just thought it was funny because comfort sounds a lot like cum fart. There's one that smells like sea breeze, like I guess some sort of oceany scent. I'm guessing that's the rectum thing. Yeah, sweet rectum smells like sea breeze, and a prolapsed anus is vanilla bean. I don't know. I thought bean and butthole. I tried to connect all of them. So uh, candles are available. Tons of stuff are available. New hoodie designs, new t-shirt designs, new DV logo merchandise. Check it out, store.distortedview.com. There is a link, of course, at distortedview.com and superfreaksaja.com and on all of my social media. Go forth, spend money. This is what we are meant to do. We are all just vehicles to make and then part with cash. So live up to your humanly duties. Thank you. The other reason the show is late, uh, I forgot that I had a doctor's appointment, specifically a sleep study appointment. Yeah, they think I'm one of those fat fucks with sleep apnea. And for those of you that don't know, sleep apnea is where you stop breathing at night. Your body just gives up on itself. This giant monster is sleeping. Why can't I sleep? Says the lungs and heart. This was just a consultation, but I'm pretty sure the doctors get kickbacks from the CPAP manufacturers. I don't know if there's like a commission structure or something, but this guy wanted to get me into a CPAP unit ASAP. I'm like, shouldn't you examine me first? Literally, all he did was have me open my mouth and he's like, oh, yeah, you have a very closed palate. What the fuck does that even mean? He's like, yeah, it's the hole, the hole, you know, the airway. And when you're lying down, it's even more smushed. And that's why, you know, you'll stop breathing occasionally. And, you know, sure enough, you know, sometimes when I'm lying on my back and I'm like, I don't, I never sleep on my back. But if I'm like laying on my back and I'm falling asleep, sometimes I'll be like, like I'll jolt up. Probably because I'm struggling for air. Normally, there are two sleep studies done. You go in once and uh, you, you just you sleep and they monitor you and they can tell how many times you stop breathing or, or are struggling. Then you come back a second time. And that time is when they have you hooked up to a, the, the machine, the breathing machine that pumps air into your body. It's actually kind of emasculating if you ask me. Like you're not even man enough to breathe on your own anymore. 
Yeah, you're so much of a goddamn invalid. You need someone to blow in your mouth every few seconds. Can't function on your own. Yeah, the second time is when they have you hooked up to the machine. They see how they see how well you do on the CPAP machine. But th- my doctor is so convinced I have this. He's like, we're going to do it all in one night. Half the night, you're not going to be on the machine. The other half of the night, you are. And then we're going to send you your brand new CPAP machine. You know, like when you sell enough Mary Kay products, you get the Mary Kay pink Cadillac. I'm pretty sure this doctor is one or two CPAP machines away from getting the sleep apnea Escalade or something. I noticed that uh, I had to bring up the topic of cost. Yes, I have insurance. No, my insurance isn't going to cover it. I mean, it'll go towards my deductible, but that's still fucking money I have to pay. And they're all like very vague. Uh, Yeah, CPAP machines, there's a range of costs. You know what the range is? Like $500 to $1,000. So I have that to look forward to. Oh, and on top of it all, a couple of days before the sleep study, I got to go get a fucking COVID test. Are they still doing that thing where they jam it up your nose or have we figured out a better way to do this yet? I made it through this whole goddamn pandemic without having my brain tickled with a toilet brush. I thought I was going to escape. And by the way, what the hell am I getting these vaccines for if I just have to turn around and get tested all the time? I'm up to three shots. This last one damn near killed me. I was in the fetal position, shivering, begging for death to take me away. Good fucking grief. Well, at least it's, uh, you know, after Christmas when all this takes place. Got a few weeks before I start worrying about it. But uh, you guys don't care. These, You know, this is my problem. I mean, you revel in my misery, so I'm sure you're getting off to this. But we've got more important things to talk about. Audio to share. New stories to read. Old lady scat porn. It's a very busy day here on TV. All right, let's get into it. Well, I'm very happy to report that Mead is back with a new song. He posted this on Patreon, and it is uh, just so very Mead. It's a holiday tune. Oh, yeah, we'll be adding this into the DV mix of Christmas song. Did I call it a holiday tune? Holy shit. Mead would not approve. It's kind of the whole point of this song. It's called Merry Christmas or Else, which is a very threatening, ominous title for what is supposed to be a a joyous holiday. All right, let's listen to this. Take it away, Mead. It's got that signature Mead sound. I think we're in a time warp to 1930. Is, Is it just me or does it sound like Mead's fucking up here on the keyboard? I think Mead is getting sloppy. He just wanted to produce some real quick content for uh, his patrons. You better wish me a Merry Christmas. Don't wish me happy holidays. If you do, I'll beat you black and blue. Merry Christmas to you. There aren't enough Christmas songs which feature the threat of physical violence. I think the closest we came was Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. So, in a weird way, Mead is smart. He's kind of filling a void. I'm already loving this. I don't want to hear no season's greetings at any of our business meetings. If you do, I'll put my fist in your face. Merry Christmas to you. This may be one of the reasons why Mead can't hold a job. 
It is kind of true, right? He quit Amazon because he just saw a Black Lives Matter poster. He works at a grocery store now. And I, I have to think at least one person is going to say happy holidays or season's greetings instead of Merry Christmas. And Mead is just going to go ahead and start the timer on the bomb vest that is hidden underneath his work smock. Because Jesus is the reason for the season. And when you're decorating along those merry walls, the next person who wishes me happy holidays is going to get decked along with those I'm going to call it right now. I think we've got ourselves a new Christmas classic on our hands. Not to sound like Omar Gaddafi, but I'll put some x lacks in your coffee if you don't wish me a Merry Christmas right now. Merry Christmas or else. All right. If you would like a higher quality version of this song, you know what you need to do. You need to become a supporter of Mead's Patreon. All the details will be in today's show notes, so check that out. Moving on, I've got a short live stream freakout. It's another trans uh, streamer who is uh, playing chess, it looks like. And, you know, his her dad, I guess, is right behind her trying to have a conversation. He slips up. He, he refers to his daughter as uh, trans, which I thought was okay. But no, this uh, trans person doesn't want to be referred to as trans, nor does she want to be referred to as he, which I can understand because he's a male to female. Uh, She wants to be referred to as her or, you know, daughter or something like that. Look, I don't think this old dude is trying to be malicious here. He's just... He's doing his best. I don't know why. Why me being transgender has anything to do with you guys' pizza? No, it has nothing to do with it. Then why'd you bring it up? Because I can't say non-transgender. Well, why can't you just say my daughter? Oh, why can't I say my son? Well, because I'm not your son. Exactly. So what What would I say? My trans- Just say my daughter. Or my daughter. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of my face. Fucking drunk piece of shit. Get the fuck out of here. Have we featured this live streamer before? I recall that screeching. Get out of my room! I will. Get out of my room! I will. You don't need to fucking say my transgender daughter! You say my own fucking daughter! Exactly. Then why'd you say my transgender daughter? Um... Why'd you say my, my daughter? I'm doing my best. Get the fuck out! Okay. Get the fuck out of my room! No, there's no, there's no reason to scream. Get the fuck out, you fucking drunk asshole! Get the fuck out of here! Nobody's hurting you. Get out of here! I said no! I am. Fuck all the fucking cops! Must be hard to concentrate on that chess game when you're this worked up, you know? I'm leaving. Leave! Get the fuck out of here! I am. Get the fuck out! The dad just looks confused. He doesn't understand what all the screaming's about. Get out of here! I am. Get the fuck out! Why are you breaking the door? Dude? Because I want you to get out! Get the fuck out! I am going. Okay, fine. Get the fuck out of my room! I am. Get the I'm, fuck out of my room! I am. I'm, I'm grabbing my butt odor pillow. Yeah, take your fucking pillow, you fucking stinky piece of shit! Get the fuck out of here! Out of everything that was uttered in this video, I gotta say, I'm most curious about the butt odor pillow. Is this a product? Is this all just a sneaky advertisement for a butt odor pillow? Wow, oh, these advertisers know how to get my attention. Screaming transgendered people gets me every time. 
Frosty the snowman. Ma'am. Seriously, no need to gender Frosty. Let Frosty tell you their pronouns before you start singing about him and man. It is ma'am. Yes, I know. It's ma'am. Look, guys, I don't want to come off as transphobic again, uh, but... Do any of you uh, talented freaks out there want to try your hands at a Frosty the Snowman parody? Because I think it could be really good. Problematic, but good. Moving on now, DV listener Great Big Pete, who has his very own prank call podcast, uh, recently called Back Into the Manhole, one of our favorite telephone services. uh, And he started chatting with a young man who really seemed like he was up for anything. Take a listen to this. Your connection is made. Say hello. Hello. Hey, how you doing there, honey? I'm stroking in bed. Yeah. Are you a little freak? Oh, yeah. Oh, you sound naughty. so pervy. Yeah, you pervy? You dirty perv? Oh, yeah. Can I shave Mm -hmm. your chest? Yeah. All right, see, he's okay with having his chest shaven? Yeah, and then shit on it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that wasn't quite as strong of a yes than the last one. Can I shave your chest? Yeah! And then shit on you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll shit on your sh- freshly shaven chest and it'll get all infected. Yeah. That all sounds really good to him. And then you'll have to wear loose-fitting shirts all week. Mm-hmm. Until the infection goes down, you'll have to talk to the doctor. Get antibiotics for it. That's right. You have to handle that copay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want? That's a submissive right there. Yeah. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite kind of shit to play in? Oh, this guy is a, a chunky style, hard. Don't care. Just like being a bitch slave. Well, you like being a bitch slave? Is that what you say? Yeah. Yeah, are you a little cum slut? Mm-hmm. Can you put a hand over one eye and say, Arr, I'm a cum pirate. You might- <sighs> I thought he was going to hang up, but I think he came. Your one-on-one conference <laughs> has ended. Well, there you go. Great Big Pete and the cum pirate. Ting. Also, got to say thanks to Haley's Comet in the Discord for providing a link to a San Diego County board meeting. These are always great because uh, 90% of the people who attend board meetings are crazy. This clip actually fits in well with today's podcast. Uh, Earlier, we played Mead's new Christmas song. And now a citizen of San Diego will serenade us with her anti-vax Christmas carol. Putting on the Santa hat. She's got to get up. Whole costume. Let's end this emergency. I don't want a lot for Christmas. Just body autonomy. <laughs> I mean, I just love that <laughs> the members of the city council or, you know, whatever, they've just got to sit there and listen to everything, right? Each person is given two minutes or five minutes or whatever. There's nothing board members can do. If, if a crazy person starts singing a song, they just got to sit there and, li- and listen. Okay. I don't care about the variants because of natural immunity. 
I can't listen to all of this. We're going to skip around. Make my dreams come true. A little pitchy there, dog. And the state of emergency and acknowledge early treatment. She's going to sing the whole goddamn song, isn't she? Ivermectin, not just horse face, and hydroxychloroquine, vitamin C and vitamin D. Not to mention colloidal silver. Zinc and quercetin. I won't wear a useless mask. I don't need to stay at home. And my kids should go to school. We don't need to be alone. I'm surprised most of these anti-vaxxers have their kids in public school. They just seem like the type of people who would homeschool, you know? Fucking weirdos. Make my dreams come true. Big finish. Baby, an emergency. And she botched it. Thank you very much. Your time is up. All right. Uh, real quick, before we get into the news, I have got a, an interesting post here from the subreddit r slash nursing. This is a community on Reddit uh, for hospital nurses or home health care professionals, whatever. If you're a nurse, you are welcome. Anyway, a uh, question was posed. Nurses, what's your best slash worst vagina story? I'm interested. I think the winner goes to user Alien Princess Jam, who wrote this. I was getting a patient ready for a regular schmegular pap. I provided patient with uh, a gown when she asked with a confused look on her face. I have to undress? That's how pap smears work. Uh, I said, yes, ma'am. She proceeded to tell me that she had been experiencing uh, a lot of pain during sex as she's pulling her underwear down, to which I responded, the doctor will take a look down there. But all of a sudden, this smell, this smell started devouring the room. I felt my nose hairs burning and my eyes watering. I just had no idea what was happening. I gave the resident nurse a heads up. I suggested to her to uh, rub some perfume lotion on her nostrils and mask up. As we were heading down the hall, the smell had traveled outside of the room. The beast has escaped. All right. Uh, And everyone on the floor was wondering where that smell was coming from. We opened the door and we were slapped in the face. Whoa. The doctor and I proceeded to do a pap with a blank face, trying to be normal. When the doctor put in the speculum in the vagina with the light of it, she could see an object along the patient's wall. Confused, the doctor asked if she had placed anything inside of her vagina. The patient said, well, yes, I wanted to do Kegels because I want my vagina to be tighter for my boyfriend. So I put a perfume bottle cap in there to do Kegels with. But then I couldn't take it out and it got lost. The doctor grossly just reached in there, standing up to stretch her arm in. After some time of it slipping out of her hand, she finally grasped it, pulled it out, and the smell got even more intense. Only one fragrance can produce that powerful of an odor. Garbo! A very new fragrance. Pungent. I vaguely remember anything after that because we wanted to rush out of there to catch a breath. Later on, I had to go back in the room and retrieve the cap to put it under a scope. 
We literally had to close that room down for a couple of hours, you know, to air it out. Someone actually replied and said, uh, one time I was at the end of my period and I forgot to put a tampon in. And then I proceeded to have sex and uh, a tampon got lost in there. Apparently I did put the tampon in. Uh, went to the doctor a week later and experienced the most embarrassing appointment of my life. The smell when they found that tampon. I apologized at least 15 times. There are a lot of good stories on this thread. Um, one time, a uh, immobile and incontinent but otherwise functional morbidly obese resident, Tammy, uh, in an aged care facility often had feces travel up the path of least resistance, which unfortunately was the vag. Ooh. I mean, just think of the the smell of a, a morbidly obese woman's vagina to begin with. Now mix in turds. That is a potpourri of evil. We did our best to keep everything clean as well as you can, considering the weight in immobility. One day we started to notice. <laughs> One day we, I'm sorry, that caught me off guard. <laughs> One day we started to notice there's ants everywhere in her room. They always seem to be crawling on her. We clear out any old food and wait for them to go, but they didn't. So we followed the trail of ants, and where did they lead? You guessed it. The lady had a fully developed <laughs> a fully developed ant's nest living inside of her vagina. Don't ask me why a colony of ants would settle there. Well, they can't smell, or how they could go undetected for so long. It resolved after a thorough hosing, though. I'll go through this entire thread and pick out some more stories. Maybe I'll read them tomorrow. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre, twisted, up, fucked up news right now. We talked about the Distorted View store, which I urge you all to check out. Many new and exciting products. It certainly helps the show out when you uh, buy American or Chinese and pr printed in America. That's something. I don't know where the hell these products are made. I'm okay with that. I think it's better if you don't know. No, uh, these are all quality products. Uh, it does help out the show. <laughs> Boy, I am a horrible salesman, aren't I? Like, I'm giving you reasons not to buy from Distorted View. Uh, it's the same thing I do with the sideshow. I play horrible, revolting audio and then ask you guys to sign up for more. Uh, Superfreaksideshow.com, that is our member site. Sign up now and you will gain full access to the entire archive of programs. Uh, well over 4,000 shows. You know the drill, right? Every week we do brand new Sideshow exclusive episodes. Tomorrow we'll be doing one. It's a great time to sign up. Super, uh, super, super streak, streak, super streak Sideshow. I'm having a stroke. Woo! That's right, everyone sign up for the Super Streak Shit Show with me, Timberthy, Jimble, Jamble Henson. <laughs> I should just do a whole show like that. I uh, can assure you, freaks, I have not had one alcoholic drink today. I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, Superfreaksideshow.com. Don't forget, we've also got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Again, every little bit helps. Okay. Three very quick stories now. First up, more than 40 camels have been kicked off of a beauty pageant because they were found to be using Botox. Where? Where are they being injected with Botox? Their humps? Uh, Saudi authorities have conducted their biggest ever crackdown on camel beauty contestants that received Botox injections and other artificial touch-ups. 
got to be to make their humps look uh, fuller, right? Over 40 camels were disqualified from the annual pageant. Saudi Arabia's popular King Abdulaziz Camel Festival, which kicked off earlier this month, invites the breeders of the most beautiful camels to compete for some $66 million in prize money. Holy fuck! No wonder they're putting their camels under the knife, giving those goddamn things tit jobs. Maybe that's really what they are. They're like breast implants that they stuff in the hump. I mean, I know when it comes to camel beauty, there's more to it than just the humps. But that's where men's eyes tend to go to first. Botox injections, facelifts, are you fucking kidding me? And other cosmetic alterations to make the camel more attractive are strictly prohibited. Jurors decided the winner based on the shape of the camel's head, necks, humps, dress, and posture. Dress? Where does one go to buy camel clothing? Judges at the month-long festival. That's a long beauty pageant. I thought, you know, the Miss America pageant being two hours long or whatever was a bit excessive. They don't even have the humps. Yes, judges are escalating their clamp down on artificially enhanced camels, the official news agency reported, using, quote, specialized and advanced technology to detect tampering. Is it like some sort of infrared gun that you can just point at the camel and see if it has like some fake bits? Because I would love to use that technology on human women. I just want to see whose tits are real and not. This year, authorities discovered dozens of breeders had stretched out the lips and noses of camels, used hormones to boost the beast's muscles, injected camels' heads and lips with Botox to make them bigger, inflated body parts with rubber bands, and used fillers to relax their faces. And of course, camels have no idea what the hell's going on got so much filler in their face they can't even feel when they spit my face doesn't move <laughs> quote the club is keen to halt all acts of tampering and deception in the beautification of camels the spa report said adding that organizers would impose strict penalties on manipulators for those of you who don't know the camel beauty pageant is at the heart of the massive carnival which also features camel races camel sales, and other camel-based festivities. Here in America, we have county fairs, where we show off butter sculptures of cows, and we sell heifers and stuff. Like, it just sounds more fun over there in Saudi Arabia. That is a phrase that I never thought I would say. The extravaganza seeks to preserve the camel's role in the kingdom's traditions and heritage, even as the oil-rich country plows ahead with modernizing mega-projects. Camel breeding is a multi-million dollar industry, and similar events take place across the region. We do the same thing here in the United States, but instead of camels, we do it with toddler-aged girls. Now you tell me, which is the more savage country? Makes you think, huh? Speaking of our country, our next story comes from Los Angeles, California. Bad report cards could soon be a thing of the past in California. That's right. We can't have our kids failing. How are bad report cards going to be a thing of the past? Are we going to double down on teaching our kids what they need to learn to be successful? No, we're going to take D's and F's off the table. Kids will no longer receive D's and F's. 
boom, problem solved. No more failing. Yes, we can't have our children believing that they're anything less than perfect. And bad grades just make them feel down. Also, what if other kids learn about their bad grades? They could be made fun of or bullied. No, 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 no. We're just going to get rid of D's and F's altogether. Los Angeles, Santa Ana, Oakland Unified, and Sacramento City Unified, and other California districts have decided to limit the use of D's and phased out F's in grading. They're replacing them with frowny faces. I'm just kidding. That's way too aggressive. No, they're replacing them with emojis, of course. A D grade now is represented by an emoji of a woman of color meditating. And an F grade now is represented by an emoji of uh, a shrug. It's like saying, what can you do about it? You know, you win some, you lose some. Don't beat yourself up over it, though. All right. High schoolers who fail a test or homework assignment can now get a do over or more time to complete the work. If you're worried about how other kids are going to treat those who failed, like they still know the kid failed because they're getting a do over. All these other kids have A's and B's on their paper. The kid who failed, I guess, doesn't have any letter grade, but also there's no real consequences for failing. I would have loved to have this new grading style in place when I was a student, because you know what that tells me? I don't have to study the first time around. I can just fucking blow it off. And then when I fail it, not only will I get a do-over, I'll also get some extra time should I need it. You're almost a sucker if you study. Feel bad for those kids that got A's. Students who don't ever finish the assignments or who fail the final exam would earn an incomplete. That sounds better than fail. The move is called competency-based learning. Advocates argue that assessment should be based on the mastery of learning, what students have learned instead of how they test. Supporters also hope it will help kids re-engage after nearly two years of virtual learning during the pandemic. Critics, of course, are blasting the plan, saying all it does is lie about students' progress. Some call the grading system idiosyncratic. One teacher takes homework assignments late. The other has extra credit. One teacher curves scores on tests. So there's a clear and objective unfairness to students if they get one teacher versus another. Critics argue that bad grades serve a purpose, letting students know that they're dumb, stupid, worthless, and will amount to nothing. It also lets students know they haven't learned adequately. There are also concerns over more grade inflation. Still others say that uh, grading right now is an imperfect and subjective system and failing grades can discourage kids rather than help them learn. I don't want to act like an old man here, but when I was growing up, I had some assholes for teachers. They reveled in giving bad grades. You could tell because uh, like when they would write on the paper A or A plus or whatever, it would be in that red pen. But when it came to D's and F's, it's like they went over the letter multiple times, really made it bold, big, and it had a circle around the letter. Sometimes it would even have a little note. You didn't even try or see me after class. You know, I suck at math and, you know, all that different like trigonometry, geometry, all that crap, right? I actually had a teacher tell me to stay after class one day. And here's what he said to me. Can I ask you a question? Why is it you want to fail? I was like, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you obviously want to fail this class. He was saying that I was doing more work uh, trying to fail the class than if I would have just learned the concepts he was trying to teach. Like, it took more effort. He ultimately passed me, but barely. And I think it's just because he didn't want to deal with me anymore. Still, he relished in giving me those D's and F's. I was a high school teacher, and I told you about my elementary school teacher who had, uh, first of all, quite an odor about him. He had dandruff and skin issues, but he reeked. Anyway, he also had a temper. He would flip desks, right? You know those elementary school desks? We, we all had our own personal desk, and we'd jam it full of papers and crap and stuff. He, he just flipped it right over. And one time he grabbed uh, one of my friend's book bags and threw it down the stairs. And, of course, I've told many times about how, uh, you know, I was up on the chalkboard doing uh, some problem, got it wrong, and he got mad at me for getting it wrong and told me to get my coat and <laughs> go down to the principal's office and call my parents and have them pick me up. I don't think he wanted to be a teacher. He was not good at it. That guy would no longer have a job if he was still teaching today. You know what I mean? Like, that shit would not fly. And traumatized everyone. All right. Uh, final story we have for you today. Australia's most famous identical twins who eat, sleep, and shower together. Guys, that's not even the weirdest part. They do everything together. They share everything. Everything. As you will learn here in just a few seconds. Uh, yes, they eat, sleep, and shower together with their shared fiance. Yes, these identical twins are engaged to the same man. Well, they now reveal that they plan to be pregnant at the same time. Anna and Lucy, 35, from Perth, take their sisterly bond to a whole new level. They dress alike. They spend every minute together and plan to have babies with their partner of nine years, Ben, at the same time. It's one thing when you coordinate what you wear and even like what you eat and when you eat, but there are certain things you can't time exactly. Giving birth is one of those things, and they're going to flip the fuck out if their babies don't fucking pop out at the exact same second. To the point that I strongly believe they're going to find some ridiculous quack doctor to induce labor start a stopwatch and yank those fucking fetuses out at the exact same second. The sisters who have earned the world title of the most, most identical twins are so close that they go to the toilet together and they measure out their food to ensure they're eating exactly the same amount. They were featured on TLC and I've got a clip here of them trying to, um, I guess get pregnant or something. Oh, they're trying to see if they're ovulating. Hoping that they're ovulating at the same time. Take our temperatures. Oh my God. Yeah, they're um, taking mm. their temperature. I guess if their temperature is higher than normal, it means you're ovulating. Mm -hmm. They're taking their temperature. <laughs> and the results are in. 36.8. We're exactly we're three degrees up. They're three. They're, both of them are three degrees uh, higher than normal at the same ovulating. time. Ovulating. Ovulating. Oh my god. Ovulating. Ovulating. Get the boyfriend in here. Oh we're god, exactly god, the same. <gasps> See, the problem is you can't impregnate the two at the exact same time, right? It, that's uh, going to be a real challenge. The boyfriend is the wild card here, specifically the boyfriend's cock and sperm load. 
Also, just a word about the boyfriend. I understand it's a lot of guys' fantasy to have sex with twins. And I'm sure it was at first, but they are so identical. It's literally like having sex with the same person. And unless they're into like some threesome stuff where he can be like eating pussy and fucking at the same time. If it's just like one-on-one sex, though, it's got to get monotonous. Plus, you got to do everything twice. So it's not like having two separate girlfriends who, uh, you know, who look different, have different pussy type, different breast size. This has got to be a slog for the man. Especially because I bet these women want him to fuck them the exact same way, you know? Like, you know, you better remember exactly what you did to Anna. You started kissing her mouth, then you worked uh, your way down to her her tits, gave her some cunnilingus, then you flipped her over on her stomach, fucked her from behind, and you ended with her legs on your shoulder. You got to do the exact same moves with Lucy, and we're going to time it. I wonder if they go so far, and I wouldn't put this past them, to uh, measure the amount of semen going into them. Because, you know, whoever gets sloppy seconds is going to have less cum in their twat. So I wonder if they save some of the sperm from the first sex and they, like, measure it all out at the end. I know that sounds stupid, but uh, these broads are stupid. After they take their temperature, I believe they they immediately start calling for their fiancé. We've increased three degrees up. Oh, my God. Ben, get your ass in here. Ben. I was so surprised when it said our temperature was exactly the same. Because we're exactly the same. Well, I mean, that's like science. Like, come on. I didn't think that we're going to be, like, identical. We thought that was a bit of a sign. All right. Well, the boyfriend comes into the bedroom and then the cameras turn off. We pick up once again after sex and the women are still in bed, but this time they're uh, on their backs and their legs are up against the wall. I guess trying to get the cum uh, inside of them deeper. After sex, you've got to put your legs up on the wall for like half an hour. So we've been doing that like... That's because the sperm travels faster to down there. Yeah, if your legs up like this, it just goes down there. It goes down there quickly. This has got to work. It's going to work. It's definitely going to work. Pineapple for you girls. Thank you. Thank you. Well, how long are you going to do this for? Another half an hour. We're going to really improve our chances of being pregnant. It's definitely going to be a challenge getting them both pregnant at the same time. Yeah. That's what I'm interested in. How are you doing this logistically? It's definitely a lot of pressure, you know, for one guy. I notice he's he's always got a big bottle of water with him. He's trying to keep hydrated. Matter of multitasking, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Tap tap your head and rub your belly. Two things at once. Yeah, yeah. Uh, according to the news story, I can't believe the news is writing about these retarded twins. Um, the twins are showcasing their extraordinarily interconnected lives in the American TLC Network show. Oh, how did I not know about this? A TLC show I'm not aware of? Extreme Sisters. It was later revealed, this is kind of interesting, that um, the the two sisters, should they each become pregnant, they will both act like mothers to the kids. You, you know what I mean? So, like, if Anna has a child, Lucy will also act like that child's mother. They're, they're just going to share parenting. There's going to be three parents, right? Lucy, Anna, and then the husband, I guess. Maybe, if he's still in the picture. Might just be a sperm donor. 
Now, of course, this was all filmed months ago, right? So uh, I tried to look up to see if these two uh, were pregnant yet, and I couldn't find anything. They're probably trying to hide that information until next season or something. Anyway, there you go. Uh, stick with Distorted View Daily. We'll have more for you on this fucked up relationship. Uh, that, my friends, is your Distorted News for Wednesday. Well, I don't know what we're calling this show anymore. Wednesday or Thursday. Let's do a couple voicemails to get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Don't forget the Distorted View store. I'll be plugging the shit out of that for the next week or so, but then it'll be over with. You know, so just bear with me here. All right, let's do a couple voicemails now. Yes. Oh, I think this is Vlad calling into the uh, the party line. This is a Peter. This is a real man. A man who can satisfy you sexually. This is Satan himself here to make you his mistress. I did not expect Satan to have that voice. If you'd like to feel Satan's hard cock deep in your pussy, if you'd like to be on your hands and knees while he's pumping you full of his cum, reaching around playing with your tits while he's stroking you, uh-huh. you need to connect. Let me give you all the pleasure that you can handle. It's funny, Vlad played this guy's greeting, but uh, did not chat with him. I think even Vlad was a little freaked out. I'm not going to touch that, but thank you very much, Vlad. That was uh, Satan calling into the party line. Uh, hey, ass man, or uh, should I say unicorn hamster? Fucking Kermit the Frog sounding motherfucker. Yeah, I've seen Seinfeld too. You're real clever for coming up with that name. Like unicorn hamster is so much fucking better, you goddamn mushroom pedophile fuck. I'm actually in the middle of a Seinfeld rewatch. Usually right after I edit the show and post it, I'll watch an episode before I go to bed. You're a goddamn... neither here nor there. I don't think you care, but I'm up to... Uh, season uh, seven, I think. Right about the point where uh, George is going to kill his wife by purchasing the, uh, the, the the cheap wedding invitations. Freaking too, you know? Fucking freak. Fucking browno. I'll fuck your kids till they're dead, goddammit. No one else like you has to be out there in the world, you piece of shit. Are you Satan too? God damn it. Oh, it's a bag of cum, by the way. Oh, and, uh, oh, this is also a shout out to a cat lady. Uh, I like you. If you ever want some of uh, my uh, big fat Irish potato cock, hit me up. <laughs> and, uh, oh, unicorn hamster. Big fat Irish potato cock. <laughs> we found the title for today's show. You ever want my big fat Irish potato cock? I think too, you know, you sound like a good lay, you sound like a good guy, you know, I'd, I'd suck you off probably. Anyway, huh. mwah. Wait, did he just say he would also suck off Unicorn Hamster? Was a very schizophrenic call. Um, real quick. Oh, she. Uh, he mentioned Love Lady, Cat Lady. I should mention the uh, Distorted View Secret Santa program. Yes. You want to have some fun with other freaks? You can participate in DV Secret Santa. Love Lady, Cat Lady is organizing it as she does every year. An amazing job. Get in contact with her. She's in the Discord. Uh, there's also a, a link to her Twitter account on the show notes. So you can uh, find her that way and just say, hey. I would like to be a part of the Secret Santa. And she'll hook you up. Tam, it's Mr. Levenge. Good morning. Uh, you were, I just heard you talking about or asking us if we'd ever seen an old person with gray, long hair. Oh, and yeah. what immediately flashed to my mind was, I believe the movie was, I know what you did last summer. Could be wrong about that. Um, and the actor, I believe, was Chris Elliott. Could also be wrong about that. 
uh, where he played the butler. Okay, you are off on a lot of this right now. First of all, uh, the movie you're thinking of is not I Know What You Did Last Summer. That's a, like a legit horror film, right? You're thinking of Scary Movie 2, which is a, a parody of these movies. One of those Wayne Brother movies. Chris Elliott... <laughs> did play like a butler character or, or something and he had like the, the fucked up hands right and he's an old haunted mansion yeah and he was preparing mashed potatoes by stirring the mashed potatoes with his deformed hands to yeah. press everybody out but he if I recall had long gray hair in that role and that is what immediately popped well, up. Well, my hair is much more uh, full. I have a fuller head of hair than Chris Elliott did. I also have full-size man hands. I don't have like little, little baby deformed hands. <laughs> yes, caller, go right it's ahead. Me. Oh. It's your old friend. Sorry I turned you gay. I don't know what there was. You got to be a little louder. I think he said he was sorry that I was gay. I appreciate your condolences. It is quite a tragedy for the ladies. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. You are not missing much, girls. All right. That is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God. Is it? Oh, God. If you'd like to feel Satan's hard talk deep in your pussy, you need to connect. Rad the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Tomorrow's program is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you know what you have to do. SuperFreakSideshow.com. Sign up right now. Uh, otherwise, I'll see you back one more time to end the week. So how about that? And that's how we end the show. Goodbye. <laughs> I think I am having a stroke. I've completely forgotten how to do this thing. All right. We'll see you back tomorrow. <laughs> Bye, everybody. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.